What's going on, GNGs? It's your boy Trek, and this is Trek and Cryptos to Connect the Everyday People segment. And if this is your first time hearing it, I appreciate you taking the time out to listen to it. If you're somebody who's returning, I definitely appreciate you for coming back. Thank you for that. And in this episode, I have the opportunity to talk with Angel Johnson. I happen to come across her at um, Blockchain. No, it actually wasn't a blockchain event. It was um, Baltimore's um, Technology Week, and so it was a lot of different events going on. I happened to see her at a panel. She mentioned crypto and was like one of the three people during that whole week that I actually heard mention anything crypto or blockchain related, and I was like, I have to have her on. And so I approached her, she said yes, and here we are today with this um, recorded conversation of her sharing her story on how she became aware of crypto, what excites her about it, and like what she actually uses herself as someone who's been in for um, less than a year. And GNGs, like I say, um, it's about the people at the ground level. So sit back, take a listen, and I hope you guys enjoy this um, conversation we have. I am talking to someone that I'm not going to say I know a great deal about, but I got to see her speak at a panel discussion um, hosted by technical.ly in Baltimore, and it was during the Baltimore Innovation Week 2018. I was listening to her background on how she moved from dealing with real estate and what she was talking about for college and then being in the IT realm, and then I heard the mention of cryptocurrencies, and I said, oh, I got to talk to this lady right here. And so here I have uh, Angel Johnson, and if you could give us a little introduction of yourself and who you are. Definitely. Thank you for having me on. I'm Angel Johnson. I um, have been in technology for almost 20 years. I started out as a developer and uh, naturally morphed into project management, uh, mobile app, uh, leading mobile app design and development teams. And now I lead um, infrastructure uh, PMO teams. And I'm super excited that you're having me on. I am very focused on um, supporting women and supporting minorities in the tech space and you know finding creative ways to um, retain those employees as well um, and so i um, do that during the day but i on the side i'm also interested in real estate i've had a um, real estate portfolio for almost 20 years now i started wow. out buying and selling and flipping real estate in Philadelphia and now I um, now I just pretty much hold properties in Philly and um, that is also something I've been interested in and over the last year this is what you're most interested in uh, over the last year I started researching and buying um, cryptocurrency when I first got started um, I was focused on Litecoin um, that was sort of my preferred coin and learning as much as possible. Um, I was very focused on the investment side, but I would probably say over the last month, I've started doing more research on the blockchain side. 
Um, and so I know you said you don't like to talk numbers, so I, I won't, but I will say that um, just just following Litecoin and some of the other coins um, has been pretty cool. Um, I don't proclaim to be an expert, but I do believe in the technology aspect of it. And I do believe that um, we're in the first inning when it comes to, to blockchain and cryptocurrency, so. Okay, uh, all right. So I, I'll give it, I'll go to this question then, because you kind of already segue partway there. What was the aha moment for you that made you say, you know what, I need to pay attention to this? Yeah, that's a great question, Trek. Um, so it's crazy because like real estate, you never really know if things are going to materialize. And, and I remember thinking that way about cryptocurrency. Um, and there's, there's this guy um, who used to be on Facebook all the time, Bitcoin Ben. I don't know if you heard of him. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he, um, I was always intrigued by some of his videos and, you know, they're kind of funny and he's just kind of like a lighthearted guy. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I, um, you know, Bitcoin Ben is, is, I'm sorry to cut you, but Bitcoin Ben, he's a funny dude. We follow each other on Twitter, but he can get real deep. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and at first glance, you wouldn't, um, if you go to buy the whole Judge a Book by its cover, yep. he would totally fly under your radar. But I agree. He, he can get pretty deep. Like, um, I've, I've definitely look to follow him more because of some of the more recent things I've heard him say. I was like, wow, like, bro, why, why didn't I follow you like a year ago? And yeah. you talk about stuff like that on Twitter all the time. Now. Yep. He's really cool. I actually um, had a consultation with him probably maybe about seven months ago. Um, really good feedback. You kind of, I got a chance to review my portfolio with him and just kind of get his, get his, um, his take. Um, he only accepts crypto as payment, so that was kind of cool. Um, but mm -hmm. but anyway, to to your question around the aha moment, um, I had been researching it for a minute before I jumped in, and I remember going to the um, the Black NBA conference in Philadelphia, and mm -hmm. it was about a year ago, and there were there was a workshop that was on the agenda and i was so shocked um because you know you know how it is you don't when you go to different conferences and this is a year ago so i was very surprised to see that they had speakers come in specifically for this topic and i remember going and this is before i had purchased any um any coins at all and i remember going and there were, um, you know, there were like two or three guys, and I forget the names, um, but there were two or three guys who were talking about it. They were actively in the space, and I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is serious. This has seriously happened, and I got up. I stood up and asked, um, asked one of them a question, and my question was around you know, I had done a lot of research and I was just trying to figure out when's the best time to like get in and jump in. And I remember he was so, um, so kind because, you know, when you're a newbie in anything, you're a little timid. I'm, I'm not a shy person, but 
I was a little timid. You know, I didn't really understand certain things. And um, I remember him telling me, do it today. Jump in today. You know, it's no, no time better than the present. And I remember how inspired I, I felt. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. You know, and, and I didn't have a group of people. This is before all the meetups and all of that. Um, but I didn't have a lot of people to kind of toss it, toss it by and run it by. And so um, after the conference, um, I would probably say maybe two weeks after the conference, I jumped in and bought um, Litecoin. Litecoin was one that I always um, just believed in. I don't know why, but um, you know, I didn't really get on the Bitcoin bandwagon. I jumped right into Litecoin first. And um, I remember when I, um, I had bought some Litecoin and maybe I had bought maybe 20 coins or so. And um, it went up, the price went up quite a bit. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is happening. You know, I was starting to, you know, salivate. I was getting all, you know, happy, like, oh my gosh. And so I sold, <laughs> I sold maybe nine coins. Wow. And, um, Not even half. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And then um and, and I may have I may have um owned more than twenty, but I remit nine was still a chunk of whatever I had owned. And I mm -hmm. sold the coins and then it went up again and I was like, Oh gosh. <laughs> um and it and it was fine, but but I just remember thinking this is this is serious. This is going to happen, and you know, and you don't need to to sell any more of your Litecoin because that was like my those were like my little babies. Mm -hmm. I you know I had so basically my goal was to focus on ten coins, and and you know while while we're in this first inning, to go ahead and um you know acquire as many of those ten coins as I could. But Litecoin was my first coin. That's my coin that I'm truest to. I have other coins, but they're sort of secondary altcoins for me. Litecoin is my main coin. Okay. And, okay. Yeah, the fact that I sold the nine, I never, I never forgot that. You know, I kind of, you know, sold myself short because then I felt like I was always trying to catch up to get to the a hundred of those coins, but. Mm -hmm. the, the the things we learn in hindsight, right? <laughs> the truth. Like, I know for me, and I've come across other people who've been in the space around as long as I have or longer, and X amount of us have that, like, yeah, man, you remember when you were just like, like, I know a guy who was mining, like, way in the beginning, and then he was going around D.C. just selling them out, selling them out, selling them out, selling them out. Um, he's in a different position, but then I know another guy that I met here in Baltimore where he was just, he was buying them cheap because he was getting them from somebody who was mining them and then he would wait till it went up a little bit, but this is back in like 2015-ish. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he'd sell it off for like something near double on whatever it was that he had got it at. And he mm -hmm. was just doing it and that not really thinking anything of it and I remember when I met him we were talking and he was like man like if I would have kept all of those coins and this was beginning of this year I met him 
-hmm. even with the market correction that happened in the beginning of this year, he -hmm. would have still been better off now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, did I did I need to sell the nine? No. But 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 did it make me happy in the moment of like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this is really happening? This is something that is is happening. I I do still think that it was. It allowed me to be reminded that this is taken off and 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 it is we're still very early early in adoption um but it's it's nice to be one year in um because i still feel the same way you know my husband sort of was like oh yeah you know i thought thought it was going to be you know litecoin was going to be up to like a thousand dollars a coin by now and i just <laughs> laughed and, you know you know maybe maybe at one point i did feel that way but uh-huh. Well, I'm not the type that'll that's like, oh, I'm done with it. You know, I still believe that that it's going to to be something that that is adopted, and um, and that's just my own personal belief. So, okay, so um, where was I gonna go just now? A fan of Litecoin, you get in when you do. You have this learning experience, and I want to point out GNGs. This was one of the like original, you know, concepts of of the space as far as getting into cryptos in that you you had to learn through trial and error. And I'm not saying that um, you made an error and I'm not mm-hmm. saying I necessarily made an error. It was just a matter of at the time for what was going on, you know, we, we did what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the point out GNGs that if someone tells you like, oh, well, you were stupid for doing blah, 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 like you aren't stupid for selling off. Now, did you do something where you lost it in a very um, correctable way? Like you left your phone someplace and then didn't go back to check it and it was not um, security locked with like a pin code or something. Did you do something like that? Eh, now we can kind of that that might have not been the smartest thing to do um but if you were spending it which was my case i was actually spending um or if you were you know looking to trade um out and then off ramp off those were things that you could do that is what this whole thing was about peer-to-peer community let's work it out like all right i want to you know um off ramp back into the fiat outside of it you can do that Mm-hmm. And you learn in that experience of now I have to look at things um, not so myopically, but I got to, I will say for me this year in doing this fiat to crypto crossover, um, even though I have to deal with using cryptos within the daily life kind of thing, I mm-hmm. still have that long run perspective of where it's like, all right, well, you know, let me stay out of like X amount of coins or reposition myself to all whatever I had before, like two years ago and say, all right, I'm not going to deal with these anymore for whatever reason. Like you can do that now. You could always do it. But it, when you go through that experience of experience of the, uh, the volatility mm-hmm. and the price fluctuation, it, it, it broadens your perspective on the space as far as the use case of cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. that's what I've been learning this year 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, I wasn't putting it out there like I needed you to like defend your point or anything, just to be clear. So mm-hmm. um, how are you in regards to like the meetups and stuff? Have you been looking to go to any of those? Are you like doing the DC side of it? Do you come up to Baltimore? Yeah, so I have, so I've been using LinkedIn as an opportunity to learn about what people are doing in our area, the uh, Baltimore, DC, Maryland area, as Mm -hmm. well as and so I've been seeing there's like two or three core meetups that are happening. Um, Meetups are really hard for me to do because I have a um, a three-year-old daughter. Know, the the meetups are kind of hard for me, but I, I still love to read about them and mm-hmm. see, you know, who's going, some of the topics. And I will say that especially over the last probably four or five months, I've been very impressed by by some of the meetups that are happening. I mean, not only are there meetups, but then they're like, you know, um, women in, in blockchain meetups and you know uh-huh. minorities in blockchain meetup and so you know I just think that um it's it, it makes me happy to see it I've not really gotten into them personally but I, I try to stay abreast as to some of the topics as well as who are the leaders in that space okay I got you well I will say on that part you're probably doing better than some of the people I've come across because I know <laughs> I know some people who did not know that there were events like Meetup or um, Eventbrite where people were put out that they were hosting, you know, gatherings or like summits or conferences and stuff. And then when you talk to the more old school folks, Mm -hmm. X amount of them don't mess with Meetups, Eventbrites, any of the public put you out there stuff. Hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up as a topic because I think sometimes we have to, I think that just in general, some people are more private than others. You're always going to find that, but there's a certain level of protection that you have to to do. You know, a lot of us, we have full-time jobs, we have families, you know, and so you have to protect and preserve that. And so when you talk about meetups, when you talk about speaking engagements, you know, there's a certain level of protection that, that we have to do. And that's just real talk. That's just the way that it works. You have to preserve the things that are important to you and, and your job and livelihood and your family. Those are definitely falling under the category of things to preserve. Indeed. And I, I, I was just doing um, a daily talk about that whole thing where one of the distinctions that I really learned this year was you have the people who live in the space and then you have the people who live off the space. Mm-hmm. And so someone like myself um, is a, I live in the space. Um, ben, Bitcoin Ben would be, um, he lives off the space because he hasn't gotten to like leave fully the fiat side. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not saying he's wrong or anything like that. And is just something I've noted that there are very few of us who live in the space. So like my boy, Ken Bosak, he is, I call him like the mayor of crypto and like a crypto hippie, mm-hmm. right? 
in that he can make certain comments in social media and do certain things in social media that someone like myself or um, Bitcoin Ben cannot do. And for varying degrees of, I'm still in the, um, the military, I'm part of the National Guard still. So there are certain things, like you said, you know, you, you have to watch how you put certain things out or watch how you are um, in association with someone on something. Um, and that is another thing that I've also learned comes into play when it comes to, if you're doing this or any type of business, when it comes into branding and brand association and all of that fun stuff. So that like, once again, like there's platforms that he can promote mm -hmm. and events that he can go and say certain things at that I'm like, eh, no, I can't do that one because I have this thing called a security clearance and that isn't going to work. Yeah, you know? I agree. I agree. It's, that's real. Yes. It, it, it's funny. I tell my kids that like my son's the oldest, so he's about the 18 this year. And I'm just like, listen, man, like, just don't like, please make sure you do your best to stay abreast of not putting yourself in a situation that will somehow like come back. You know what I'm saying? And, and I do. I do. kids I being kids. Yeah, social media. We're at a really um, interesting point in uh, in the in the world right now, where social media is at its highest. And um, you know, when you you hear in every day, we we hear the stories about you know people putting things out there or people responding to others. I mean, I just saw one. Um, I read one story just last week about, uh, and I don't want to get too much off a topic, but. Mm -hmm. um, I just read a story last week about, I don't know if she was a mayor of the city. It was some situation where I think she was a political official and she posted something and I'm sorry, she responded to, to a post and they dinged her for that. And I was just like, wow, we have to even be careful about you know because before it was okay what did you post on your own page mm -hmm. versus you know something i responded you know it's just deep but we have to be mindful of, of that we don't live on an island and we have to uh do our best to to try to be accountable uh, because we do we represent not only ourselves but our jobs our families and uh, we have to just be mindful of that and, and try to do our best. And so it's that time of the show, G&G, where we got to talk about the sponsor for this episode. It is Trexmark Consulting. And with Trexmark Consulting, what they do is take crypto and blockchain technology and put content into context. Case in point, have you heard about the Lightning Torch? Have you heard about what the Lightning Network is or um, about the new upgrade, the Loop? Um, that has been added into the uh, Lightning Network. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then maybe you might want to reach out to TrekSmartConsulting.com, have a free 30-minute um, conversation about this and other things going on in the space right now and how you can be involved directly, whether you're talking about being a part of the Lightning Network and the, uh, what is that, 
250 people or so who've already done their part in passing off the lightning torch around the globe and it's been in places like iran venezuela um toga what germany the united states has been a bunch of different places but nonetheless like i said gngs if you are interested in learning about this and other things on how you can be involved in the space check out treksmartconsulting.com and yeah uh, have that 30 minute conversation for free and see what might work out for you all right gngs back to the show Okay, so going down that lane a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. We're at this intersection of social media. We have technology advancing the way it is. And now we have blockchain technology being used on the backend application of social media. So, for example, you have D2, DLive, um, what's that other one? Um, Steep, Steep Shot, and something else that I can't remember right now. Um, but those utilize the whole IPFS um, setup. If you don't know what that is, that's um, International Planetary File Sharing, which basically means it's distributing, I'm, I'm putting this out to you GNGs, it basically means it's distributing how the data is stored. So um, we have this whole big thing that happened with, was it Facebook or YouTube recently that did like their culling of, of content creators? And in one part, I go, you had a couple people telling y'all about this more than a year ago. Cliff High was one of them. And um, what's his face? The one who like got caught off of, like cut off of all the social media. Um, God, what is his name? I can't remember his name right now, but the, the point being to say is, with the technology going the way it's going and mm -hmm. you being a more tech side than I am, mm -hmm. right? Would you say that we're, not to say we're holding out, but do you see enough of the transition yet from how you're looking at the space as like this blockchain side and then like what the regular centralized setups are? I'm, I guess for me, I'm still learning about the blockchain aspect of it. Um, when mm -hmm. I go to different conferences and I hear people talk about it, um, I do still feel like we're scratching the surface on what can be done. The The blessing is that some of the larger companies who who have, you know, more money to put behind it are continuing to set up teams and do the research and so that's mm -hmm. kind of cool when you when you read about like some of the the large financial companies um, that are you know setting up groups and and you know investing in the technology I just I think that we're still very early on which 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 is exciting but which is a little limiting you know because we don't know all of the we don't know the full potential of blockchain just yet but but i, I think the the good thing is that people like yourself um people like myself we're we're in it very early and so when you when you look at the stats 
you know, and actually see, you know, and even like just down to the basic level of, uh, let's take Coinbase users. I remember mm. they were increasing Coinbase accounts by like ridiculous numbers. Like 100,000 a week or something like that yeah. at one point. Over week. And that that's that's very telling because when you think about the blockchain aspect of it, if they're increasing point based accounts, then then that, you know, from a blockchain perspective. I'm getting like a weird echo down here. Um, from a blockchain only going to increase as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what I how to say this what I feel or how I'm understanding or taking in and like processing X amount of what I'm seeing and this is also now based on the end of listening to more business minded economics minded folks who are really expanding my understanding of of looking at um blockchain and cryptocurrencies in the bigger ecosystem right mm -hmm. and the the coinbase thing was interesting but then there's that little technical part to it right where it's like wait so you can have multiple accounts um or well at the uh, when they first got up yeah you could do that but now with the kyc thing it's a whole other thing mm -hmm. whichever but it, it's interesting just to see where they've been able to go within like what not even eight years mm -hmm. um then look at what binance is doing mm -hmm. and and personally i don't support coinbase anymore mm -hmm. um, like if i can avoid it right but for people who are just getting into the space who don't know you know the head or tail it's like well how about we give you the Apple version of crypto, go to Coinbase, play around with that for a while, get comfortable, and then we could talk about like these other things like multi-signature um, wallets and you know time-locked um, transaction stamps. Like, but we need you to get this part first, and that's one of the things I like about the space. That's one of the things. Um, that motivated me to do this podcast and bring people on like yourself who don't come from, you know, the cypherpunk realm of, of the tech space. Um, but you still had an interest. You still looked into it. You still gain, you're gaining more knowledge because you're actively, you know what I'm saying, going out and, and seeking that knowledge. And then you, you got the hands-on understanding because you went and got some. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's why I applaud you for doing this because I think, um, you know, you don't necessarily, what, what I love about the space is that it isn't a one size fits all. Like you said, it, it, it can be the, you know, the guy who works for the military who does it. It could be the, the, you know, wife and mother of a three-year-old who, is you know just had a 40th birthday you know like it could be the the 17 year old the 12 year old you know and i think that that's that's what's exciting about the space is that um you know technology
technology and knowledge is is really powerful and um we have we're on this journey together there's no one who has a a magic wand or you know can can you know look into the future we're all in this together and for me that's just pretty exciting mhm like i i will say um i have really gotten to do well i picked this up I, I really focused on this and picked everything up as far as like, here's how I'm going to push this out. Let me start working on getting interviews with people. And I have had a really good time just talking with people and then hearing their stories of how they got in the space and what they're interested in and, you know, what they've learned. And, and I will say like every conversation, I learned something new. Mm-hmm. And at this point, as far as these interviews are concerned, I've probably done about 20 or so interviews in about a week and change. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, like for somebody who's like old school, meaning me, um, when you hear somebody say, I got into the space, but didn't know about Bitcoin first, you're just like, wait, what? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. But but that's the reality of the space now. That mm-hmm. was not the reality like three years ago. Yeah, or, I agree. You know, like I was talking to one lady. She's a um, an artist based out of Texas. She is um, from Argentina. And she was talking about like how, you know, seeing how um, what happens when the government can't do anything with the monetary system and it totally just inflates and the chaos that ensues within the city, the society, the country. She, she even broke down like the whole thing of like, um, she's um, a fair-skinned Latino. So up here at first appearance, you would see her as being like a white American. But then when she opens her mouth, then you're like, oh, wait a minute. And she was talking about like that whole dual thing and how it kind of plays out in the space for her and stuff. And this is like, yo, these are conversations that other people need to hear about. Like, like, I get overly excited and it's just me on the end of, I enjoy the conversations and I enjoy the learning about like other things going on with people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I just thought about the name. So there's a DC crypto club by Karima Williams. Oh, I, yeah, I was with her yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah. That's one that I, I follow on LinkedIn. Okay. Oh, oh, actually, yes, I know about the thing on LinkedIn. Um, she works with Consensus now, and they were doing an event at Morgan. So I was over there for that. Cool. Um, yep, I saw that. I saw her post about that. Yeah. Um, she, so she's that's the interesting thing too is that there's not a lot of um, there's not a, a whole lot of, of groups out there per se you know everybody if you're active in the space you're going to hear names that, that naturally pop up just because the space is so small right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then so the other thing I found is one if Social media definitely helps you kind of be aware of certain people, 
But when you start going to different events, so like I do multiple city things, state things, and now I'm working out like doing coastal different, you know what I'm saying? Like hit Wyoming, hit Denver and things like that, or like make up to Canada and stuff. And you're right. Like then you start to realize like how relatively small this is mm-hmm. or who also gets around to different events and actually is is doing um, the work and having people acknowledge like, oh yeah, you know, you should talk to such and such because they're working on this project that would be similar or something of interest to what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. you can hear about, like outside of the big personality names, when I say this G&Gs, y'all know I don't mean any disrespect to any of the big name folks who like are doing all of the, you know, the, the company pushing stuff. But people at the ground level who were, for example, you just said like Bitcoin Ben, you know, cool enough down to earth dude. And lo and behold, he just basically says what's on his mind and how he's interpreting, interpreting the space and Mm -hmm. people dig what he says, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, and that's like, really just like that as well. Like I, I talked with him directly for maybe about an hour, I guess. And um, he is just the same as he is, <laughs> um, you know, on his, uh, and I don't know if he's still doing, um, if he's still doing his Facebook, uh, uh, I guess he was doing like 30 minute or 15 minute Facebook check-ins or something, Facebook lives. Okay. I don't, well, I'm not on Facebook um, for this, so. I wouldn't know that. I know I still follow him on the YouTube and he does like a good 30 to like sometimes an hour long on whatever particular thing he's talking about. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, he's a, and I, we know some of the same people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just interesting to see. I, it's funny. Um, not too long ago, I had somebody point out they're like, this is how you know we're in the still in the early stages. You can go to different places and then still reference people and they know who you're talking about. When the industry really makes it past that hump point mm-hmm. is where when you start saying people's names who aren't like head VPs or, you know, CEOs and stuff like that and or whatever higher level thing. And people are just like, um, I don't know, like maybe I know who they are. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I also feel that social media for what it is today is kind of changing that that dynamic as far as like um, content creators go, mm-hmm. where it's not a matter of I have to be the brainchild behind some company. Um, and yeah, like ironically. So even though you can have like 2 million followers on IG, I can still walk up to you and be like, I have no idea who you are, but hey, what's up? right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um as to the same of where i might have you know only let's say a hundred thousand followers on ig or twitter and then we go to different kind of events where mine is more crypto based and everybody knows me but no one has a clue who you are if you're like on the other side in some other industry kind of thing mm-hmm. like totally totally those are the little things that I'm starting to like pick up on now about the space. Um, I, I don't want to hold your time up because I know you have another engagement. 
coming up. But my closeout question for you is, what is something that is um, crypto-based or blockchain-based that you use that you would tell others about? I don't really. That's a tough one. I was going to tell you, you could probably take that one off the question list, Trek, just because I'm not, I, I was struggling to find an answer to that one. Um, there's no right or wrong answer. I, I I feel like people feel like there's a, there's a pressure to it. It's like, no, I just really want to know what, what you're going to say. Like, and, I, and I've had people stick real tight to the, to the, the letter of the question, and then I've had people expand to the spirit of the question. So there's no right or wrong answer. I just don't know. Um, I don't really know an answer to that because outside of just sort of platform base, um, I think it's just still developing. I don't. I don't really know of anything outside of you know my my apps that I use or the data. Those count. Those count. Yeah, but I mean, everybody knows about Binance. Everybody knows about um. You'd be surprised. This is the other one that I use all the time. This um, is about what you use, not what everybody else. You know, like folio. Like you know, I, people know about those things. So you're the first you know. person to actually say block folio on here. So. Are you serious? Dead serious. Okay, well, I'll I'll stick with block folio then is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ask people the question just to see, like, all right, what's going? Like, what is something that through your experience, you're like, all right, this is a product or service that is crypto blockchain based that works for where I'm at for what I needed to do. So th there is no right or wrong answer, right or wrong answer for what you needed to do. I, I know. Yeah. It's, that's the truth. Well, well stated. I wanted to, you know, give some profound answer, but I just really didn't have it. Black folio. I mean, I can talk to you all day about that. You know, I think that it's, um, I love the interface as far as when you don't have a lot of time for someone like myself, a mother of a, of a toddler, you know, that you can kind of at a bird's eye view, get a sense of, you know, how all your coins are doing. Um, if they're up or down, um, how many coins you have of, you know, each type. That mm -hmm. to me is important because, you know, I was going through a period where I was like, okay, how can I, can I get my portfolio up? How can I make sure that I have X amount of coins of each type? And so, you know, when you have that type of app, that serves that purpose, it, it works out really well for me. So it's, it's one of my favorites, you know, and, it, and once again, it's probably not the best, um, probably, you know, 50 others out there, but it works for me. It works for me, my lifestyle to be able to, to get a, a sense of from a bird's eye view what's going on um, with the coins that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of that question right there. That That's my closeout question for everybody. And like I said, I hear all types of different answers and none of them are wrong or right. It's just what works for you. And mm -hmm. I I learned off of it where there's been a couple of things that people say, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that existed. Okay, let me write that one down. And now I, mm -hmm. I have some new thing to go mess around and play with, and, you know. 
Um, but I appreciate though. And definitely appreciate you for having me on and um and for being patient as well. Um there's a lot going on. It's pretty busy right now, but um definitely appreciate you and appreciate what you're doing in the space. You know, I would say keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, keep keep your name out there and um and I look forward to 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 talking with you again again in maybe like six months um and just seeing you know based on the development of of the blockchain technology where will we be in six months you know that's exciting to think about as I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of my first coin purchase um you know it's just exciting to see what year two will look like so right um, you know, would love to kind of be back on and maybe we can have a, a deeper conversation because the technology would have developed by then as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, I definitely would look forward to that just to then hear like for what you look at for where you started to then see where you are six months from now. Oh, that that that's gonna bring us a pretty good insight, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But thanks again, brother. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, be safe. And, um, you know, good luck. Good luck on people who are investing on the investment side, but also good luck on the education side, you know, in the development side. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the future developments of, of not just cryptocurrency, but blockchain as a whole. Mm-hmm. So uh, on that note, I will close out and I just say thank you again. Ms. Angela Johnson for coming on Trekking Cryptos to connect and talk with me, Trek, and sharing your story with the GNGs out here in the crypto blockchain community. Um, GNGs, I hope that you heard something that inspired you or something that got you to think or something that motivated you to be like, you know what, I'm going to make that move of actually like either reading something opening up a wallet and like, you know, getting some basic crypto. Remember, you don't need a whole coin of any type. You can do it in small increments. Cost averaging is a very good method to get into the space. But if you got any questions on that, hit me up on Twitter at SmartTrekken. Once again, that is Smart, T-R-E-K-K-E-N. G&Gs, have a good one. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Stay safe out there, folks. All right, GNGs, there you have it. That was the conversation with Angel Johnson. And like I said, GNGs, it's about, you know, for the everyday people segment, it's about the people who are at the ground level, who are learning, who are educating themselves, who are helping educate other people, and going to show that, you know, um, we have people who are still living off the space, i.e. in the example of, they're not fully um, in like someone on my level or um, a Ken Bosek or somebody who actually works directly for a crypto or blockchain related company. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. It's baby steps. And obviously for where we are right now, it isn't necessarily um, an option for everyone. But that's okay. That's not a problem. But I do want to say, you know, if you've heard something here um, for what Angel said that inspired you, that got you thinking, that maybe, you know, had you um, questioned something or answered a question for you, I really um, am glad that that worked out. 
And so thanks for listening to the episode. And coming up for the next episode in the Everyday People segment, I'll be talking to Savannah Lopez. Um, She is a lawyer by trade. And she's also doing some stuff with her company that she founded um, while she was at MIT, which I think is pretty interesting for what she's doing with um, hackathons. And so come back for the next episode to hear what that's all about and um, our conversation and how it works out and yeah gng's if you like what you heard if you didn't like what you heard like share tweet retweet um thumbs up thumbs down heart and all that other call to action stuff that you're supposed to say at the end of these things and um i appreciate gng so until the next one one